We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the show about the show, the show within the show. The Permission Granted Podcast comes to you every single week where we go behind the scenes of the doc. You can listen to this on its own podcast feed just search permission granted all places that podcasts are available also on the da show podcast feed you'll find it there as well and it's inside the odyssey app so listen to us on a daily basis by streaming us using the odyssey app that's free and listen to the pgp and the da show podcasts within it you know i don't know if it's of the moment but i I do think we need to start with jack stern (laughs) This might be the last moment, so. That's kind of my question. Last week was so Jack Stern focused. A young man cutting his teeth in the industry. He was trying to lobby for a full-time job around here. Got the call out of the bullpen. As a young guy, might get this first chance to fill in during the after-hour show with Amy Lawrence. He gets to fill in for the full week as the full-time producer for that week and just flames out flames completely out by the end of the week it's it's a disaster in the middle of this he had cooked us six pounds of wings not just us but the entire newsroom trying to win people over with his cooking skills he came on the show he had some good repartee he could certainly give it not sure he could take it but it was good enough to to land him a role as one of the cast of thousands on the show, which has launched the careers of so many. And by the end of the week, he was in hiding. And you had reached out to him this week to see if he wanted to join the PGP for a side C. Kind of politely declined. Yeah, and and it should be noted, too, and I think this is fair game, politely declined after several livable, non-sleeping hours it took him to respond to me as well. It was a long time before he responded, finally politely declined, not so politely, basically just said, I'm busy. No, come on. I- I'm-, I'm being a nice person. What's wrong with trying to feed people? Food is family. Is there, is there, <laughs> Mraz, why are you laughing at that? 
food is family. I'm being a nice guy. It's perfect. I'm, I'm laughing because I just feel drops as they're coming in real time. I think it could, but really I was trying to feed Raz his healthiest meal in years. Try to feed Mraz, is that right? You call me Raz or Mraz? Mraz. <laughs> you heard me wrong? Oops. Oh, go. Oh. Oh. oh, here we go. I mean, I'm not going to argue with them. I'm a great guy. I'm a good person, and I'm just trying to feed people. I would never try to kiss up to anyone. That's not my style. I call you Damon. Most people call you DA. What do you think that does? <laughs> that is a sign of respect? That should tell you everything you need to know. I don't kiss up to anyone. Oh, oh <laughs> calling me DA is kissing up to me? Oh, absolutely. Do, do people on the street call you DA? Do when, when you go to the supermarket, when you go to the liquor store and they ask for your ID, do they call you DA or Damon? Well, they're not familiar with my nickname. <laughs> well, aren't you supposed to be famous now? That's why everyone calls you DA. Okay. This is quite a turn. So now Jack is interrogating me. So do you think that that drives the nail into the coffin of Jack Sterner? Do you think there will be at some point a chapter two, a renaissance, a comeback of sorts for him? Every bad movie somehow has an opportunity for a sequel. Mm -hmm. So I think there is. And it should be noted, we sat here a week ago recording the Permission Granted podcast, urging and wondering what was next for Jack Stern to finish the week. Remember, we were saying he still had made the turkey chili. And the last we left you on the PGP, he still had work to be done. Yeah. And it kind of flamed out. He never, never cooked again. Never cooked again. We never saw what would happen. And that ended up being the answer. So I think, I think there's opportunity for a sequel for two reasons. Number one, I think we've kind of half-joked about, but maybe people have taken us seriously. Jack Stern has not been actually relieved of his duties <laughs> at CBS Sports No, he's Radio. still employed here. He's still employed, meaning there's opportunity he'll be around. Number two, somebody is going to be getting a full-time job, even if it's not Jack mm, Stern right point. now. Meaning, no matter where that ladder you know falls, people are going to shuffle around. And in essence, the reason I say that is, there's going to be opportunity at some point, Jack Stern, because three other people couldn't do a shift or because it just fell that way with people's vacations, will cross paths with the DA show again, either in a pinch because we directly need him on the show or before or after us oh on a God. show. He'll never work on our show, do you think? I just need to remind you. Oh. And this is goes to Wednesday's show. Remember how I made the talk about the origin stories, the hard knocks, the twenty four seven, all of that. I don't forget the Jack Stern origin story, and that was peep the body needing to call out at like eight p.m. the night before a show. Dave Marinek coming up, our program director with the solution. Sean or Mraz will just run the board, which he's never done. But we have a helping hand here. That helping hand was Jack Stern that day. The reason I say that is we didn't ask for Jack Stern. We found a way to work around Jack Stern. But you can never say never in an emergency basis that he is the only body left standing when we literally need a cold body. I think we need a warm body. Right. You want the warm. <laughs> he would be the cold body. You'd be looking for a warm body. I'm not saying we'd request him. And I'm not. And I'm saying oh. we might even say, hey, we need to do better. But there could be that thing has already existed. We're just a, a break break glass case of emergency. He flamed down in the overnights. They're going to throw him in morning drive? And you never know. Management may turn around and say, hey, you wanted to pump him up. You wanted to you wanted to make a big deal about it. You wanted to put him on the air. He's your problem now. You never know. <laughs> you think they would turn on us like that? 
I don't know what to expect. I mean, you don't know who you make enemies with when you bash people on the air. I'm just saying that that could be an excuse. Well, you liked him so much then. Why can't he work on the show? Why do you think that, see, I'll leave the door slightly cracked open because you just never know. I mean, Kurt Warner's career appeared over multiple times, and he found a way to go back to a Super Bowl. But the inglorious end to last week is so dramatic. It is. I mean, he he came in pumped up about his chicken chalupa. No, the crunch wrap crunch, supreme. Crunch wrap were supreme. not supreme nor crunchy. And he, I mean, he was bragging about him. Don't eat a big breakfast, Raz, because I got you covered. I didn't pack eggs. And that was Sunday night into Monday morning. He never cooked again the rest of the week. Didn't even finish out the week that he was supposed to be scheduled on. Pause. He sort of cooked the rest of the week. He made those curried potatoes that he told you he didn't make anything, and then we had curried potatoes. Yeah, so it was that was not a prepared dinner for anybody or, or taste. It wasn't a get-a-taste. <laughs> Nor was it anything we consumed. It all went to car. No. And then he flamed out working, didn't even finish out the week, and declined coming on the show with us last week, remember? Was well, that for public consumption? I thought we had talked about this on the air. Uh, well, it's out there now. We didn't talk about this? No. Pete was saving that in case he ever oh, came back. Oh, 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 oh. Did we cut this out? I lean on leaving it, but many listeners guessed. Did they? Yeah. Okay, so so we were thinking about having him on the show. He declined because things had not been going well. Yeah. He wanted to focus on his on-air duty, um, his show duties on the overnight show, understandably so. But so now he's declined coming on this. But he has a good way of declining. He started off by asking me when. Uh-huh. At that point, we're talking about it's a night time. I said, well, you know, maybe we could do this. For the show. Sorry, I'm unavailable, Raz. Like, no reasoning, no nothing, but knowing damn well that it couldn't be at that right then and right there. He gave himself enough of an out that if anybody called him on the wall, I didn't say it was always unavailable. I don't know. I, I think he's running scared now, and I don't think he wants to come on the show. And so if... Because it's still hot in the kitchen. <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended. The heat cools down at some point, right? The, the storylines change. I hope so. I hope. I hope he feels like he can always come back onto the show because I'd like to have him back on the show. I think at some point, I think there's everybody likes a reclamation project, a redemption story. Yeah. I mean, to steal another show storyline, Jameis Winston sat for a year behind Drew Brees after being a starter and came back and others took, does he deserve a second contract? So he was allowed, even if it wasn't great to have a second act, Jack Stern is extremely young. That's the other part too. Yeah. Like, he got hired in his 30s, and you're like, yeah, this is never going to work out. Now, maybe some maturity issues, maybe just some not ready for the moment issues. You go down to the farm system, you figure that out. I I think that you don't have to just say it's completely over. There's enough red flags that might scare you, maybe look for a little trade value. <laughs> but I, I do think that there's something. I think we haven't heard Good. the last of him even in 2022. Good. I'm happy to hear that because I want him back on the show at some point in time. Just not working Oh. No, no, no. You just... want him working on somebody else's show, but being a part of our show. He's a character in our show working on a different show. Gotcha. Number two, 
the week's worth of drops that we're voting on, now we have two in the bag for Super Dave Friedman. We know that he's going to have to use Let's Talk Obesity as well as Get a Taste. Is it Get a Taste or Have a Taste? It's Get a Taste, although it makes more sense as Have a Taste. So Let's Talk Obesity was Otis Anderson. I guess it was... Not this football season, but two football seasons ago. Right. It actually sat and lived like a book in a library, <laughs> only to be uncovered again from Pete, who waited months to drop it into the show because he thought it was so funny. So I think it was the 2020 NFL season. Otis Anderson was doing a radio tour. He was the Giants running back in 1990 when they won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl MVP. And he was doing like a anti-diabetes, anti-obesity spot. Yeah, he wanted to talk obesity. And so he just says, let's talk obesity. And because <laughs> because your weight fluctuations have been such a topic of conversation for nine years, because Pete is now on a diet and he's lost weight, because we seem to joke about people and their weight and overeating and overindulgence. Two-ton sisters. Sloppiness and... <laughs> laziness because this is such a topic of the show let's talk obesity is such a good fit with the show as a drop and i don't know how you get that into a basketball broadcast right and uh i will ask a play-by-play broadcaster and side b how you get that into a basketball okay. broadcast. he has ideas so i don't want to reveal that okay uh he believes and that he being andrew bogus that there is only one scenario that could possibly unfold where let's talk obesity could be properly fitted in without offending anybody's child on a college basketball team. It's kind of amazing how drops ebb and flow. Like some things just get hot. And right now, let's talk obesity is red hot. Yeah. Last summer, unpipe it was everywhere. Right. We don't say unpipe it as much anymore. (laughs) I think a lot of it has to do, I think I personally will find drops that are old and sometimes sprinkle them when they fit into an epic fail. I think that starts to get people back. That's true. Pete will also just randomly, he'll have something in his mind that he's forgotten about and he'll pull it out and then we all laugh and then he feels that it comes a heater and we keep playing it and then we all just start muttering them in our everyday Mm -hmm. lives around home. Every time I open the fridge now, I say, let's talk obesity. (laughs) So until I stop doing that, I, you know, it's probably still going to stay hot. Pete has such an incredible control, he might not even realize, of the popularity of drops. If he decides to play them, then they just become part of the show, and everybody that's listening will start reciting them. Like Vince McMahon deciding who wins titles in the WWE. It's not always organic. It's not. Which, by the way, goes back to Jack Stern, because... Pete was not in for the rise of Jack Stern <laughs> when he when he the food his family like that whole stuff that we had to actually have a conversation with Pete this stuff was good please use it and he still used it but because if Pete doesn't have an emotional <laughs> attachment to it it can totally get buried it's true if Pete loves something he can he can force it into a game plan to where that drop gets 50 points absolutely absolutely like Jack saying you heard me wrong is it's a potential all-time drop because nobody ever talks like that. Like, it's so defensive. Yeah. It's also accusatory. He also has that bizarre delivery. You heard me wrong. And it's... <laughs> but Pete wasn't there, so he wouldn't have known how good it is. But the beauty of that is 
A, nobody <laughs> talks like that, yet B, it's the perfect retort and response to so much that happens on the show, right. despite nobody talking like that. When you think about it. You heard me wrong. You heard me wrong as an all-timer. <laughs> and I just hope it's standing the test. tournaments playing <laughs> at non-neutral sites? You heard me wrong? On campus, you heard me wrong? I mean, it speaks for so many situations, and I just hope it doesn't get lost to the to the the hands of time. Because I, e- I even though Jack may never have another role on the show again, <laughs> I hope that that lasts forever. The gift he gives us is you heard me wrong. <laughs> In fact, anytime I make a mistake, all I have to say, I could cover up the whole year of the buffoon by just saying you heard me wrong. <laughs> You heard me wrong and food is family have the potential as huge legacy drops because we talk about food so much and your football food of the week. Food is family could be the new name of that segment. Well, and it could work in in a new rejoiner for the football food of the week. You remember that we were talks about maybe somebody else cooking football foods of the week. That's probably out the the door now. (laughs) Well, that could be the redemption story. Got to wear the chef's hat, though. You got it. <laughs> and you got to hold barbecue tongs and a spatula as you do. Forget it. You'll have 17 weeks. Everything will have curry seasoning on it. <laughs> oh, man. So we got we got Super Dave coming up with the drops, which is just going to be amazing. And I wanted to unveil something for you. Oh. I was at the grocery store. He's pulling out his backpack. Yeah. At the grocery store, and I got something for you. Okay. This was... Have we ever done this on the PGP, a big reveal like this? Nope. Saw this, I said, this is for Mraz. Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce. Oh, that's great. A whole bottle. A whole squeezy bottle. They had a whole display, and my grocery store didn't usually have the Chick-fil-A sauce. I thought they were only doing these at Walmart. Are they making a big comeback at supermarkets? I thought so as well. And then I went online last year, or maybe during the pandemic, looking for Chick-fil-A sauce, and they were all sold out, so you could get them on eBay for like 65 bucks a bottle, so I didn't do that. And you recommended an equivalent to me that I had. Yeah, that was like a, a home-style one from yeah. a like a, a small a small batch place. But then I saw that, and I was like, oh, man, I got myself the Chick-fil-A sauce, which I really like, and I was like, here's an entire squeeze bottle of Polynesian sauce from Mraz. I've never seen a big Polynesian bottle. Yeah. I had a small, small bottle I got given to me by Chick-fil-A when I did a little catering. Wow, two tablespoons, 140 calories. Don't look at that. Really? That is a... Two tablespoons of Polynesian sauce is 140. That's a lot of calories. That is for sauce. Tablespoons of sauce. I guess it's just straight sugar. You know what we do in the fridge? We put the old duct tape on the back of this. (laughs) Do you ever do that? No, but I'm going to have to. Polynesian sauce is too good. I know Chick-fil-A sauce is the essence where everybody goes... But it's that perfect sweetness. It has a thickness to it. It's a little bit like a molasses, but it just gives you that perfect. People love the sweet and sour at McDonald's. This is better. you got to have the Polynesian. I Thank think, you. This is great. Yeah, you're welcome. I think that Polynesian is better than sweet and sour. Definitely. Definitely. You know, and tonight I could tell you I was going to make crispy chicken cutlets. I was going to oh. air fry them. Uh, that was the big plan. I had some broccoli out and stuff. Usually I would go with a gravy maybe on that, but I think now let's yeah. talk obesity. <laughs> <laughs> now we go yeah. with the Polynesian just uses a dip on the side. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is that because the Chick-fil-A sauce was being sold in bulk and the Polynesian sauce, I guess Polynesian is the second most popular sauce at a Chick-fil-A. Which I'm happy about because I don't like being a hot take edgy person. So when I speak highly sure. 
No, 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 but I'm serious because I, I oftentimes have takes that I think a lot of people agree with, and I'm shocked that they don't. <laughs> if I love Polynesian that much, I've been pumping it up to know that Chick-fil-A is mass-producing it yeah. in the supermarkets. That means something, although it's probably not <laughs> smart business for Chick-fil-A to mass-produce barbecue sauce or their standard honey mustard mm. or stuff like that or even, you know, whatever, Chick-fil-A ketchup they use because... There's enough of that out in the Too market. Too much competition. There's no Chick-fil-A sauce or Polynesian out on the market. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm intrigued by that. I, I like that it's it's hitting the store shelves these days. <laughs> I got to look now. Yeah. Maybe I'll just stock up and fill the cabinet. <laughs> just line them up. Chick-fil-A and Polynesian sauce. So I went to, you were surprised today because I went to Starbucks. <laughs> and I never, I never hit Starbucks before the show. But today I was just super tired. Rosie the cat woke me up an hour before my alarm was supposed to go uh, off. So, and I couldn't get back to bed. Well, can I ask you this? Yeah. Why is it always her waking you up and not your wife? up? Does your wife just sleep through it? She is. She always says my superpower is sleeping. Hers. Okay. My, my superpower is not sleeping. Okay. So the cat will take its pick of whoever is waking up, but it's always you. Yeah. I mean, if, if Rosie the cat picks a lot, see, Rosie the cat sleeps on our bed at the foot of the bed. But when she wants to get up to either play or she wants to be fed. What's her sleep number? <laughs> 13. <laughs> you know, she'll pick because she wants to get up, she wants to play, or she wants she wants food. So, because I wake up at almost anything, and my wife will sleep through a dump truck, through a nitroglycerin plant. I'm always the one that pops up out of bed, go feed Rosie, come back to bed. And I usually can fall back asleep, but not this time. So I was up, and I'm like, just coming into work, I'm like, oh, I need a pick-me-up. I never drink caffeine in the morning, but I really needed a pick-me-up. So I go to Starbucks, which is open at like 5.30, right before the show opens up. I'm sure that's thrilled to see you at 5.31. Oh, my God. And so I just got a nice tea because I don't drink coffee. And there was a sign that said, there's a U.S. coin shortage so please use exact change or use electronic, you know, payment. And I'm like, now there's a coin shortage? I can understand a shortage on, like, Chick-fil-A sauce, a shortage <laughs> on toilet paper. Sure. That's produced items. Are people hoarding coins? Well, you just dumped 15 gallons into a coin star machine. Yes. Where did they all go? Yeah, exactly. Why are they not put back into circulation right. somewhere? Where are they? Where are they? And also, there's a finite amount of coins. Also, more people are paying with cards than ever. You right. Think there's more coins available because people aren't taking change as much. Exactly right. What happened to all the coins over the last hundred years? They're not taken out of circulation. We just suddenly don't have coins anymore. Yeah. Where are the people on the beach with the monitors finding the pennies? Where are those pennies? Not that I care because I hate change. It just I can't stand it. It's like oh, the moment that I have to get. 57 cents in change. Just let me swipe the card. Like, I'm happy to tip in cash. Happy to use full bills if needed, but, oh, the change. Just get it out of here. And I leave it in my card dash. I never remember to use it when there is time for exact change. I know. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. I don't know. I, the coin shortage struck me. as like, wow, of all the things <laughs> that we have a shortage on. Supply chain issues. Gotta get I guess down. on quarters and dimes. Maybe we should stop making those maps with the state quarters. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to collect those in those maps. Maybe if we have such a shortage, you got to dump out that map and get them back into circulation. We're not far away from the christening that Bogues owes you the, the beers for. I, I owe you six beers as well. I'm glad you mentioned that because on two, 
what what day is this? Today's Wednesday. March Monday. the 2nd. Monday, I officially booked. I got it in. Noon Saturday tip at the church. Right back to the house. Every same day as Kentucky Derby Day. So now I got people looking at May 2nd, you said? May 7th. May 7th. Whatever that's Saturday. Whatever day the Kentucky Derby, because I already had to feel those. You're going to have the Derby on? I had to feel that on. So that day, I need to have those throne of beers ready for me. That's two months away. Yeah. Bogues has to get you 250 beers, something like that? It's around that number, yeah. <laughs> Give or take. I think it's 244, but yeah. And we still haven't decided how he's going to do that. I say he's got to bring them into work, and you've got to transfer them to you in your car. That's 12 that, cases of beer. So, I, I no, think 20 cases of beer. It's only right to the listeners. By the way, I, I'm also – got a first birthday party coming up in the fall. I don't think we're going to go through that many cases at the christening. It's a, a smaller party than I'm having for the first birthday. My wife wants to do an October-themed first birthday, Oktoberfest-themed. Okay. Have the baby in Lederhosen and the whole thing. And really? Lederhosen? Yeah, she wants to do like a whole German festival for the kid's first birthday. Invite, okay. You know, the whole show will also be invited. That's going to be a big deal. Okay. Uh, you know, college football Saturday, that kind of deal outside. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of German singing songs oh. and stuff. This was her idea. And you guys are not German. No, not at all, but because it's Oktoberfest. So I think that uh, <laughs> I even might have to put some in the shed. They have to stay till like September, October here, too. You got to cool them, though, because in hot shit in the summer. Ooh. Keep them in your basement. Good call. Good call. So... Let me ask you this. How many people are invited to the christening? I believe we had a roundabout number of about 40. Four, okay. So if you had 240 beers from Bogues divided by 40 people, it's only six beers a person, but not everyone's going to drink six beers. Yeah, you got people that don't drink, people that drink wine, people that drink seltzers. Yeah. Let's let's say 25 are beer drinkers. Okay, so 200, so about 10 beers a person. You know what? That can be done. It can. Especially because it's longer. Like, we're not going to get back to the house to 1.30. Might also depend on the weather that day. A nice hot day, you might get through 10 beers per person. Good point. You know, because now you got people into the horse race, and that turns into something. Then you never know. Maybe neighbors start walking down at night. That could become something. You're right. Maybe we do go through them all. You know what? I think that if you don't go through them all, the christening, you'll go through them during the summer. Good point. They will never make it to the birthday. See, that's why you don't do meth, and I don't do meth. <laughs> that's exactly why. I said, I don't get math. I don't get meth on the show. I don't get doing meth. I don't either. You could convince me of how a lot of people get into a lot of drugs. Like <laughs> cocaine apparently makes you totally wired. You stay up all night. Everything is like ecstasy and you're hyped. And okay, I can understand why people would be attracted to that. You, Her- can, you can understand the cell of some of them. Yeah. The heroin, I guess it's a super crazy high. I mean, it seems super deadly. So that would yeah. be. I'd be very scared of doing that. I don't know, you know, but the meth thing is so bizarre because it's, actually, I say it's made out of ho- household cleaners. I went on this, <laughs> this this rant the other day. Meth is the one drug I don't understand. I don't know how tweaked you have to be to go, yeah, you know what's a good idea? Household cleaners mixed up. I want to snort household cleaners. Like, when I see the household cleaners underneath my sink, I'm worried, and I'm just using them to clean. Like, oh, God, this Ajax smells terrible. I can't get that under my fingernails. That'll burn. Oh, my God, I can't huff the fumes of this, you know, ammonia, because, like, I'm getting a headache, lightheaded. Imagine cooking all of those things under your sink together and being like, and that's my high. Yeah, I mean, the teeth would be an issue for me. Teeth fall out, sunken eyes. 
skin starts to erode. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, in the progression of drug use, oftentimes if you're doing the lighter under the spoon for something, I think you, at that point you don't care about underneath cleaners. I think if you progress to that point, all bets are off. People don't just start with meth. I think you march your way up to meth. Yeah, it's not a gateway drug. No. Certainly. I mean, it's like the Bills' fourth loss Super Bowl. I just also, I can't get behind anybody thinking doing drugs are a good idea that you can assemble from Walmart. <laughs> And if you don't do them carefully, they just implode and are on fire in front of you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just feels like it needs to be a little bit more exotic than that. I I can get all the ingredients from Walmart. I mean, you might as well just sniff pink glue or or clean your house. Well, meth addicts usually don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get the meth. I just don't understand. DA doesn't get meth. Mraz doesn't get math. It's DA show on CBS Sports Radio. But watching Breaking Bad, they didn't make them out of household cleaners. They they got all of that stuff from like Germany and Yeah, sure. But I think the essence of what was in all of that stuff that they were using is in household cleaners, and that's why we get the bad meth here. It's not clean. That's why their product was so, so ah, clean. Right. The ones that we get here, or or the yeah. meth heads in like Arkansas or West Virginia or wherever are making it from Walmart items, and right. so it's probably a lesser product. It, yeah, it's not as pure. I can't believe we're having this deep. It's not as pure, and it's having other stuff, other chemicals in it just because they're not eliminating chemical mixed with chemical, and then your teeth rot out, and you go crazy, and you live in a cave. <clears throat> yeah, so I went on this rant the other day because I just, you know, yeah, you could sell me on why people do a lot of drugs, but why people would do household cleaners is just beyond me. But again, I, I always say this, like I grew up in the 80s when just say no was such a huge thing. I mean, Nancy Reagan was everywhere and it was pretty effective. <laughs> just say no. Like, and there was the after school specials where kids get their brains fried on, at that point it was just like marijuana. Like, oh yeah. my God, don't do marijuana. Then it was, here's your brain, here's your brain and drugs, and that's a frying egg. And I just was always like, whoa, I don't want any of that. I agree. And so that always scared me. And I, you know, I guess it just doesn't affect some people. But for me, I was a scaredy cat. Yeah, I mean, how how many of these commercials do you need with the old person talking with the buzzer in their neck to tell you not to smoke cigarettes and people are still smoking cigarettes? That That, one. That scares the crap out. I don't want that. Sometimes I have to change the channel when that comes up. Yeah. Because it's so disturbing yeah, it's awful my grandson they look like yeah. living skeletons yeah, yeah. yeah. They, now they won't see me six <laughs> now you don't need that I'm trying to watch a yankee game here it's true so what happens if there's no baseball and bob's bar opens up it's interesting that you say that i am not and i've said this on Twitter. i'm really not that spooked about no baseball right now to me i could give or take april baseball anyway I, 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 I oftentimes am bored by August, so I'm fine. If you start May, June, I'll be fine. I will get annoyed if we get to the end of, like, the NBA and the NHL playoff run and then there's no baseball because that's where you need it. You need the essence of baseball. Hot Saturday days, the pool's open, it's on outside. Sundays, summer, July, August. That's when baseball should be on. Like, you want to watch it. That, I don't know what Bob's would do. I think, unfortunately, you're going to get a lot of weekend golf tournaments. I think... Oof. You'll go back to the early pandemic days where NASCAR is at the forefront. Okay. Week, though, during the weeknights, it just you're going to rely a lot on music and maybe playing some live sets and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. There's not much there. There's not much there. And then you're just saying, get me to the Hall of Fame game at that point. 
Boy, so programming at Bob's Bar is already starting to to wonder. Yeah. I mean, we haven't re-upped our MLB.TV package. We're waiting. I mean, that's obviously very big. You know, we have to compete with the other bars in town, <laughs> and they all have their packages and stuff. So we'll, we'll see. You get by, though. You know, you get by with the NBA and NHL playoffs at least until you get to the third rounds where you know it's nightly and there's always something on. The weekend's always something on. But once, you know, once that page turns, you know, mid-June to, to almost Labor Day weekend, you need it. You need it before college football really starts playing for real. Yeah. You just need it as background. That's it. That's exactly it. It's not if, – if you if you miss a Wednesday night, you miss a Wednesday night. But just the idea that you're sitting there having beers and the TV's there in summertime, you need a baseball game on. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Maybe you throw a couple pennies on a first five-inning bet, something like that, and you have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's going to be a weird situation. So speaking of, we're going to do Bob's Bar, the Bob's Bar show now, the annual Bob's Bar show. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be what date exactly it's going to be because your family's going to be out of town for a wedding Memorial Day weekend. No, not a wedding. They're going to Nashville to see Kenny Chesney. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> they are not around Memorial Day weekend. So we have to kind of work around that. But my only question is, do we still have the equipment? Because the way that it worked last year is because we still had pandemic equipment. Well, I don't want to say this too loud. I have not returned said equipment. Okay. So. so as long as you have it, then we're good yeah, to go. We're, exactly. And I'm sure if we really needed to, I mean, we did that show without asking last year and just kind of did it. Mm-hmm. Bosses found out. It was such a success that how could they not want us to do a second annual? I'm right. sure we That's could true. borrow some equipment. And it's not like they'd have to pay an engineer to come out there. We pretty much proved they're worthless. No. <laughs> no. We, we Wally pipped them right out of a job. Yeah. No need. And we you know, bought, bought half the stuff on Amazon to <laughs> produce that show. I still got it all. I know where it is. Both you and I are doing BetQL shows, which is a sister station, sister network of, of Odyssey, one of the Odyssey Sports Networks, sister network of CBS Sports Radio. It's a sports gambling network. You do Sunday afternoons into evenings. I do Sunday mornings. And they needed to send me some equipment for that. And one part still hasn't come. And I'm like, how long do I have to wait to remind them, like, hey, I don't think you ordered it for me. How long ago was this? More than a week ago. Last Monday, they were supposed to order and send it. One part of the order came in, and I was like, just so you know, this was like Wednesday or Thursday. This came in, but the other part didn't. And they're like, oh, well, you ordered them at the same time, but sometimes they ship differently. I would give it two weeks. Two full weeks. I mean, everything is delayed. It feels like some things make no sense. Some things in my house come in a day. Some things say they're coming in three days, coming in like two weeks. I Coin think, shortage. Yeah. Two <laughs> weeks, I think, is fair in this current climate to wait. Once it's two weeks, I think, yeah, you got to you gotta ask. That's interesting. Interesting. What is it a microphone? Like, what do you wait? No, it's um, an Ethernet oh. type of adapter into the computer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I was trying to think if I had anything to help you, but no, I'm good on my equipment. The show's going off fine. <laughs> so finally, with um, the 12 DAs already picking up steam, I mean, this week we had like three different segments which were kind of like laugh out loud, crying funny. By the way, can I address that for a second? The, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to save this for Trash Tuesday. I don't mean to harp on the guy. Rob of the 3 to ones aware that only 12 moments exist, right? Because every one of those moments we clipped, put on Twitter, and I got the same response. I checked this today. That's a 12 DA. 
it's awesome that we have all these candidates. Guys, you have to remember, there are only 12, 12 Ds. If you say well, that— 16 with the first four out. Okay, but if you say that 40 times throughout the year, it's, you know, boy who cried wolf. Calm down. Do you think it's just Robin the 3-2-1 wanting to be part of the conversation? Yes, absolutely, and he just did. So there, <laughs> I gave him it. So there you go. But I only say that because that was on my mind. You can't just respond to every video. That's a 12DA. That's a 12DA. That's a 12DA. But it does feel like we've had more candidates this year than ever before. Early. Early. Yeah. I think that's totally it's fair. It's March 2nd. I feel like we have 10 really good ones. It, and they're just happening naturally. Things we wouldn't expect. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I would say that I would say you could. I, I really believe this. You could end the year today and everybody walk away satisfied with the 12DAs. Yeah. I would agree with that. Definitely. Definitely. Now my heart head's racing, thinking about what the heck could be. What do we do if we end up with like sixty of them? Sixty fourteen bracket. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what if this is just an unheard of year? It's McGuire chasing Sosa. <laughs> it just it goes nuts. What do you do? That we just obliterate the home run record this right. year. Right. There could be. Then you can make the case. There's moments that don't even make the first four out that maybe belonged in other twelve DAs, but then it's like the Hall of Fame debate. You compare them to their peers. It, it, Come outrageous this like year. Like one year Harold Baines got in, and now everybody else is That's measuring the, up. You never know. That's the way it could line up. <laughs> so coming up in side B, you're going to talk to Bogus about how Friedman's going to address doing Let's Talk Obesity? Yeah, yeah, and I have to ask and go inside, because Bogus seems like a bit of a family man. Does he care as much about Christmas cards as Jody Mack seems to care <laughs> as well? So that was another lost moment from this week. So, yes, plenty to get into in side B. You know it's a good segment. When two things happen. One, Bogish is like bent all the way back in his chair laughing with <laughs> tears in his eyes. That's when you know he's really laughing. And when Bilotti pounds the desk in laughter. I, I've seen Bilotti twice this week bend his head down and just slam his fist against the desk laughing. And I'm like, oh, man, then then that's funny. That, that's a good gauge of what's really, really, really funny. And Jody Mack was a part of that. Jody so we, <laughs> think about this. We, we just did a half an hour. We couldn't even get into Jody Mack. So we have to get into that on side B. <laughs> okay, here's side B. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How to do 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 It's side B of the PGP. It's Raz. How are you? Andrew Bogish, now very pale. He's losing his Mexico tan. He's here. He's he's jolly. He's awaiting Christmas cards from a horse racing legends. Andrew, how are you? You know, I've actually spoken on more than one occasion to Dave Johnson. The Jody Mac Christmas card, Dave Johnson? Yeah, not enough to get a Christmas card, but Dave Johnson was a very, very generous man with his time to Fordham's radio station. And more than once before a Belmont or a Kentucky Derby or a Preakness, Dave Johnson came on the legendary WFUV to break down that race. Wow, okay, that's a big deal. So let's start there. All right, that was a big story on Tuesday's show. It was our epic fail. Might have even been a 12 DA's of Christmas candidate. It's in the folder. Here's the epic fail. Once upon a time, Jody Mack says he was, quote, great at mail. Your Jody Mack has also become Casey Kasem somehow, yeah. too. <laughs> this long-distance dedication comes to us. <laughs> West Philadelphia. Born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> from- I used to be great with mail. Dave Johnson remembering his long-lost friend, Jody McDonald. <laughs> Dear Casey, my friend Jody has left us. <laughs> I'm coming home from work. Oh, let me, let me grab the mail. A case of the black lung. <laughs> Too many cases of Marlboro Reds. <laughs> Can you please play Sarah McLaughlin? <laughs> and Casey, as a final reminder... He was great at mail. <laughs> His friend at the P.O. box in the sky. Uh, I'm sure we as a family got some Christmas cards this year. Dave Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and down the stretch, he went. <laughs> and down the stretch, he went. <laughs> Well, Dave, <laughs> there are so many holes in this song for coughs. And down the stretch they come. This is to your long-lost friend. May you reunite <laughs> at the great P.O. Box in the sky. <laughs> I so look forward to Dave Johnson's Christmas card. <laughs> or to do so. <laughs> Oh man, Jody better not actually die today. <laughs> Jody Mack, and and background of this, and I mentioned it briefly on the air. We like to, you know, give you a little something funny and sound check when we can. And for whatever reason, woke up Tuesday, just well, it wasn't a lot hitting me. Not a lot I heard, not a lot I saw on Twitter. And there are a couple people you can go to that are old, reliable, right? If Schwartz has called the game, <laughs> something's there. If, uh, you know, insert uh, Jacob Wilkins, you know, right. go to the well. Chef, chef is, hosts a show. Chef hosts a show. And then, of course, there's Jody Mack hosting a show. Maybe there's a cough. Maybe there's a sneeze. Maybe there's a call for an ambulance. Right. And somebody you else give the wrong chef. phone number. You never know. And you never know. There's a or there's a there's a prank call of some sort. Sometimes I get tweets on these things if people have heard them. Sometimes I don't. I said, you know what? 
Jody Mack on Sunday night. There's four hours of Jody Mack content. I need something funny for the show. I will find something, damn it. And I did. I found Jody Mack harping on not getting a Christmas card for a guy that the audience has no idea. We played the clip. We DA broke down his most fascinating points on Tuesday's show. It became a big storyline. And I ask you, are you shocked that Jody Mack cares that much about Christmas cards? Well, where did this, because since you heard it, and by the like, way, kudos to you for finding it, but what led him to that topic to begin with? Great, great question, because you have to speak Jody Mack to understand yes, Jody Mack. and I don't still. Within the clip we played on Tuesday's show, which Aiden has either just inserted or you've already heard, Jody Mack says... And down the stretch they come. That was his lead. That's what he wanted to lead with. That was the trigger. Okay. He went to lead with it in his mind, and he started a thought, like mid-thought. The point was he was going to say that, and it reminded him in real time on the air, oh, I haven't gotten a Dave Johnson Christmas card in two, three years. <laughs> but perhaps one of the more sad parts of that Jody Mack anecdote was when he said, quote, I'm sure my family still gets plenty of Christmas cards. And that made me really sad because, number one, Jody Mack said he used to be great at mail, which is a funny thought. That he used to notice the Christmas cards and bring them in, which means he's not doing that anymore. But, number two, I don't know how you work in in the house in December, Bogues, but my wife does some kind of display with Christmas cards. Of course. Uh, I think they were on, like, a new door we had last year. You know, back in the day, there used to be a refrigerator thing. They're hanging from strings at one point. We have a thing Two of them that are designed just to hold Christmas cards. They're just like metal rod type things. They have little like double layer circles on them that you slide the card in between. Okay. And they, they're they like on our like mantelpiece and they just hang there to collect some of the Christmas so cards. So people do that, right? And, yeah. and sometimes you get too many. But the point I'm making is I find the whole Christmas card trading thing stupid. But you know what? It's what my wife wants, what the kids want, other families want it. If you ask me today if I never got a Christmas card the rest of my life right. or never sent one the rest of my life, I'm good. I'll wi- you know, whoever I know I'll wish that Merry Christmas. I kind of think you might be the same way. I kind of think. Um, I mean, Does I would— Does it make you jollier when you see people's Christmas cards? No, not really. And I do—really, the, the I, I think the only real reaction I have is the people that send, like, the year recap. Oh. Okay. Like, I don't know that I—like, it's—I want—send me a picture or a collage of pictures— Merry Christmas, Happy right. Holidays, as Happy the dog, New Year has the kids, from right. the Johnsons. Right. You want to put on, like, Mary had her first grandkid. I'll accept that. Or a little lamb. Right. But we get some postcards that have, like, the picture and the greeting on the front. And then the back is, like, a couple of paragraphs yeah. of, like, here's what we did all year. A, I probably already know because of social media and whatnot. B, I probably don't care. Like, so that's the, I probably, don't go that far. But send me a Christmas card, nice and simple, and we'll, be, we'll all be good. So the reason I bring this up is you mean to tell me in Jody Mack's house with his wife, and I know he has a daughter, right. they didn't display these Christmas cards? He didn't notice whether or not they definitively got Christmas cards? Or was this all a cover because he knows he didn't get Dave Johnson's and he wants to leave as many outs as possible that he just stopped getting Christmas cards altogether? So, And oh, by the way, what does it say about the rest of you if you listen to Jody Mack that you've mailed Jody Mack a Christmas card that he only really cares about Dave Johnson? Yeah, or doesn't know if he got yours the last couple of years. <laughs> right, either um, way, right? You know what, there is... There's a lot to unpack unpack in this little, little monologue from Jody. Most of it was humorous, but maybe you've stumbled upon a sad one here, that something's different about the McDonald family dynamic. You know, we killed him on the show, like literally put him in the ground, had radio dedications to him. But like, what if he just accidentally... Literally put him in the ground. Right, right. What if he accidentally let it slip that like 
there's a problem at home where there's there's no more Christmas cards being shown, or he's not there to see the Christmas card display. Well, he did say that he's home more now than ever. Right. So, like, so they are have they given up on Christmas? Have or their beliefs Jody changed? That ignorant to his mail now. He goes from being great at mail to he quite literally doesn't see a single thing that comes through the mail because mm. he's not the one taking it in anymore. Or his I wife. Mean, I, to be fair, my wife checks the mail more than me. Like, I never even look, think to look in the mail. Oh, you know what? We probably skew um, like 60-40 me. I think my wife forgets really? to get the mail, and, like, I always check the mailbox. Even if I know that I already did it that day, I yeah. still, like, OCD-ish check it on my way back through the door. I, I realize that anything, first of all, the bills that come through the mail are generally the bills that my wife takes care of. I kind of have automatic payments that I don't need yeah, to Yeah, so see I don't those. forget to do them. Right. So I have I that. Will. So, like, whatever I take care of is automatically set up. Number two, other than a bill, I got news for you. I don't care. Like, uh, maybe there's a, an invitation coming for something, but uh, like I, I just don't care what's in the mail. Yeah. I don't. I hate. I know Newman is from Seinfeld's probably missing. I, you know, keeps coming and coming. I don't care. Even when the Christmas cards come. Now, are you good about shredding stuff like the the like credit card applications and things that have your name and important numbers on them? So the answer is yes, but no. I don't have a paper shredder, but I absolutely do the tear a couple times. Okay, so I do the shh, 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 like that. So I have a I have a multi-stage process. Some things can get shredded. My name and address, you can find that easily. Right. I'll rip that up as if you want to go through the garbage and put them back together, that's on you. Things that have like sign up for a credit card, click on this or like scan this, that one I actually will shred, but because I'm so anal about it, my wife got me this little mini marker that you roll over the important stuff. Whoa. And it, like, blacks it out. It's just like a mismatch of shapes and numbers and letters. So when you when you swipe it across paper, it covers everything and you can't read through it. Wow. It's one of the best gifts that my wife has ever got me. Because now I don't need to shred anything or tear it up. I just go, whoop, whoop, and I throw it away. Well, I can assure you Jody Mac has never seen that invention no. because he's clearly not checking the mail. Okay. Now, to end the Jody Mack debate, before we wrap Side B, I do have to ask you as a play-by-play voice yourself, March Madness coming up. We are in March. We are taping this in March. We have Super Dave Freeman coming up at the end of the week. He will then call a game, hopefully more, for Winthrop in the Big South Tournament. He he is asked even for more drops to get thrown his way. We are voting on drops throughout the week. You, we've joked around about you using drops if they should. No way. I can't do it. Uh, Your thoughts on maybe credit and or what you think might be difficult out of any new drops that have happened over the year, anything that comes to mind, you know, kind of just give me an overall encompassing thought as a play-by-play so, voice of what Super Dave's about to do. So, first of all, I remain um, I remain impressed with their creativity and their their guts and their onions to steal from Raph. Meth onions. Because I, I, I can't bring myself to do 95% of what they do and couldn't do it as well as they did it, even if I was okay with doing it. That being said, on Tuesday, we began the voting process for the new drops. And Tuesday's was get a taste and doesn't make a noise. I think I could do both of those. I'm not going to say easily, but they fit into a broadcast, at least in my head, better than some of the things that Dave and Mike did last year. Now, could I do make a noise like that? Probably not. But could I say the words make a noise in a sentence yeah, in a broadcast? I think, I think you do have to say it with the oomph. Right. But get a taste. I could do that. You, you throw a, a dunk. 
Get a taste. That's easy. Which is why I actually think, by the way, everything should feel easy when you say, if you're not making tacos, I don't love you anymore. Like, once you've perfected that and shirts have come out and the school has rallied Uh. behind it, doesn't it feel like everything should be easier? So one of the more famous ones that's coming up at the end of the week is unpipe it. Yeah. Okay? That, to me, feels like so easy to work on. Like, not even a challenge. Yeah. It could be a block. It could be, you know, hitting a big shot. Yeah, I'm piped. You know, you could do anything when I'm piping. I almost feel like the listeners want to hear that one, but it's almost too easy. Yeah. See, I guess what what keeps kind of going off in my head is I need it to make sense. So unpipe it as a word or as noises isn't hard to throw into a sentence, but unpipe it's not a thing. You can't unpipe something. So if you say it like, Johnson dunk, I unpipes it. No one's going to know what that means. Huh. So, like, the taco thing is gibberish. It doesn't mean anything. It, people, it makes no sense. As we learn, people love no, gibberish. This is, I'm just explaining my right. personal hesitation. So why I think, like, give it, get a taste, You that one makes sense. Like, that's a thing. People say that normally. Even does it make a noise? You could, like, you could somewhat attach yeah. that to a real thing. But some of the nonsensical stuff, that's my own personal like line that I can't bring myself to cross because I'm not that fun. Yeah, and I would say this, and we'll close with this. You would never be able to get in Let's Talk Obesity. No, no, I probably couldn't because I'd be afraid. Because that was one of my objections the first time around was weird waste. was like that you can get in trouble for like, he's got a weird waist. Like, can you really say that about somebody? And I've said, I say goofy things on the air. I was doing analyst work last night and I was talking nonsense about major league reference and stuff like that. So like, I'm okay with being fun, but there are some things that, yeah, don't seem right to me. I will say this. If I hear a winter broadcast somehow work in a let's talk obesity, you will actually see me openly make number one in my pants because I will well, not be able to hold in that. I think we might. I think we might. Okay, and that'll wrap it for side B of the PGP. You can follow Andrew Bogish at Let's Talk Obesity.com. Andrew Bogish <laughs> and me at Mraz CBS. Have a great week, everyone. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.